Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Saturday, October 21st. Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. And the late pick four starts in the seventh race, so we'll take a look at that. It's headlined by the grade two Lexus Raven run for three-year-old fillies at seven furlongs. So we'll start with the stake, Jim, and uh, it's the third leg of the pick four. Always uh, really enjoy this race. Sometimes it's a huge field. Sometimes it's a group like this that's a little smaller but really well-matched. And um, I uh, think this is a great spot on the uh, Keeneland calendar every fall. Where did you land in the Raven run? Well, I think they're fairly well matched, but I think there's one filly that stands out, and that's Alva Starr. Uh, Brett Brinkman uh, has done this before, uh, following this path coming from the Priorist to the Lexus Raven Run, and this filly just blew him off the street in the in the Priorist uh, at Saratoga, 109 flat, one by eight and three quarters. Dazzling Blue is in this field. Uh, it's one of the fillies that ran behind her. That was not Dazzling Blue's best effort, obviously, because she went in as the three to ten, uh, three to five favorite in that race. But the fact that Alva Starr was able to get the lead and go on with it, uh, there's not incredible speed in here. I think Ancient Peace wants to get the lead, but that's the filly out of Remington Park. Uh, Delmar, I, I just don't think the Ancient Peace is going to be able to run with Alva Starr. And if she doesn't, I think Alva Starr has good shots wire to wire. Uh, if I'm going to use the second one, I would use Dazzling Blue for Brad Cox, hoping she would bounce back from that disappointing Priorist. And then uh, Vava for Cherie DeVoe uh, has not had a good Keeneland meet. I think she's still on the duck, but uh, she always has them ready here. And this one comes out of the Charleston Oaks after running the victory ride against Dazzling Blue. Um, and that was the ill-fated Maple Leaf Mel race where she broke down. So Vava ran third and then came back and won at Charlestown. She certainly fits on class here, but I'm going to go with Alva Star. Lightly raced. Uh, Brett Brinkman knows what he's doing. Tyler Gaffleone takes the mount, which is a move up from Lescano. All things to me point to Alva Star. I am going to go Dazzling Blue in here. Dazzling Blue had won uh, three in a row. And the really impressive race at uh, Churchill in May. Off that, they sent her to New York, where she caught the ill-fated Maple Leaf Mail, but really ran very well. She had to chase from down on the inside. And I'm just going to forgive the race at Saratoga. She didn't fire. Uh, she's out of a curling mare, so I think she may love seven furlongs. And that's still a question for Alva Starr, who's haven't been beyond six. So just on that angle, I'm going to try to beat uh, Alva Starr with dazzling blue in here. And then Vava's the other one because she is two of three at seven furlongs. And that change from six to seven can be significant sometimes. So I'm going to try to uh, turn the tables on Alva Star with Dazzling Blue. Seventh race starts the late pick four. It's a mile and a 16th test for three and up maidens. I like Dissolved in here for Norm Cassie. Uh, his horses have uh, been doing well at the meet. The horse got a good draw, has good speed, and most importantly, I think the pedigree to really love stretching out to two turns. And that maiden race he caught at uh, Ellis last time in August was a pretty salty group. Uh, ben Franklin and Furious Anger come out of the same race at Churchill. It was the debut for Ben Franklin, and it's Kenny McPeak, whose horses generally improve with a start under their belt. And Furious Anger was the first start off a long layoff and uh, ran a good third that day. So uh, I think any of those three could win it. If you want to go deeper, single dot yacht for Tom Drury. Nice 78 buyer off the break, but 
short stretch and a late running style might not be a good combo. And then Malibu Springs, you get Pratt, a horse with some good speed. So that one could be a contender. Uh, but I've got Dissolved on top in the seventh. How about you? I like Dissolved as well. I don't think uh, you're going to get 10-1 to 1 on him off that really impressive win, uh, race at Ellis where uh, Mo Fight and Rivalry came back and won. And Mo Fight has also a thread with single dot yacht. The day that uh, Mo Fight ran at, uh, at Churchill, I had a tip on single dot yacht, a fairly strong tip from a really good source. And they called me after the race and said, we just ran into a monster. And Mo Fight just ran them off their feet that day. So um, I think moving forward from that race, single dot yacht at 8 to 1 and dissolved at 10 to 1 have big shots in here. Uh, I'm going to use Ben Franklin and Furious Anger coming out of that same race at Churchill, uh, just hoping that race does come out to be a, a key race, um, 81, 82 buyers. And then the horse you mentioned, I'm, I'm going to use Malibu Springs. Uh, Kent Sweezy uh, doesn't run many horses here, but he's an East Coast trainer at Monmouth and Aqueduct. And this horse ran well last time out. Uh, tried to get it on the turf, and, and off the turf, he ran his best race of his life. So that only had three horses in there, though. So he hadn't, he hadn't faced much, but I just have a feeling Fabian Pratt taking this mount for Kent Sweezy might mean something. Let's move on to race eight. It's a third-level allowance. Phillies and Mayors three and up, mile at a 16th on the turf. How would you see this one? I thought this one was wide open. Um, I, I, I first went to Lovely Princess for Kenny McPeak. Uh, his Phillies run so well here, and this Philly is two for two at Keeneland. Won an allowance race last year, and prior to that, um, actually we're going two uh, first-level allowance and second-level allowance. Um ran at Keeneland uh, on the dirt back in April 22. But then since she shifted to the surf, she's been a different animal. Comes out of three straight second-place finishes, including one at Ellis Park in the uh, turf debut or the turf preview for Kentucky Downs. So Lovely Princess is my top pick in here. Don't necessarily think the one-hole hurts her because she's going to come from out of it, but BJ can get a good stalking grip from there. Please, thigh thigh. Um, for Sherry DeVoe, Johnny Velasquez takes them out, coming off an optional $62,000 win at Kentucky Downs at 7-1. to Sin Filtra for Todd Pletcher and Flavian Pratt. That's enough said right there. This uh, this Philly comes out of Kentucky Downs to grade three that she ran one and a half behind Vergara. This Julianne, the eighth for Louis Saez and Sassy Joseph. I think this race is so well matched. Look at the buyers. They're all in the low to mid-90s for these five horses I'm going to pick. And then Haughty for Chad Brown coming out of the uh, grade three ladies' turf at Kentucky Downs. So a lot of these horses coming out of Kentucky Downs races, um, Sister Luann actually won the one dreamer at Kentucky Downs. And Saez takes him out back up there and ridden her two races back. So I'm going to go five deep in another this race. It's the one that you can really get a price in. Yeah, I'm going deep in this race as well. I uh, ended up with Haughty on top. No real strong opinion on on the winner here. I just thought the fact that uh, this horse ran well in that grade three last time that you mentioned. Also one for one here. Uh, Walkathon, I thought, was an interesting price horse for Ian Wilkes. This horse really showed some promise last year and has won here at Keeneland and won a stake at Churchill and then um, came was coming off a long layoff for that race last time. And maybe they just gave her a race uh, to get her ready for this spot. Uh, so uh, if that's possible, then I want to have a walkathon on my ticket. Uh, I've got Lovely Princess. Uh, I've got Sister Luann. I've got Sin Filtre. I've got Sensei. All the ones that you mentioned. So I'm going six deep in this race on the uh, pick four. 
Tenth race is a second-level allowance turf sprint, five and a half for three and up. Uh, it took Axtelm on top, the five. I thought they caught a tough field off a layoff at Kentucky Downs. Uh, speed for this one, got a good draw. Um, so I, I ended up on Axtelm. B.D. Valeski is a horse that doesn't get there a lot, but that was a nice race last time. And uh, sometimes horses, uh, once they, they get to a winter circle, can kind of get in a little bit of a roll. So I think B.D. Valeski's very good horse that uh, has been consistent, just doesn't win a lot, but I'm going to give him a shot to, to make it two in a row. Uh, Gregory's Pride, it's uh, Pratt and D'Amato, one and for one at Keeneland. That combo's been potent uh, at Keeneland in the last couple of meets. And then if you want to go deeper, Fauci, I just don't like the post. Horses run well here, though, but the 11 post is uh, tough unless you can just clear the field, and I don't think he'll do that. So, And uh, I think he, I'm projecting, gets a little bit wider trip than Gregory's Pratt. I think uh, Gregory's Pride, I think Pratt uh, can find a way to uh, save a little ground with that horse's uh, style. So uh, I'm going to go with Axtelm on top. How about you? I like the four horses you mentioned, but I also like a couple more. Um, and I think Will to Run is one that there's a there's a kind of a hidden running line in his uh, past performances. If you go back four races, ran here at Keeneland at five and a half furlongs in the spring, second level allowance race, and had the best buyer of his career. Only got beat a neck uh, by mischief mischief. So I can't say mischievous this morning. Mischievous rogue. Uh, who came back and won. It's, it's turned out to be a really good horse. Um, and then he faces Coppola the next time, who's going to be a really good horse at Churchill. I just think uh, Will to Run has faced really good competition. Coffee Maker is back in his uh, PPs. And that, I'm keen on that race at Keeneland, because if they like Keeneland, they tend to run well here again. So I'm going to take Will to Run on top at 8-1. to one, But I'm going to use the other four that you mentioned, plus a horse that you did in Counter-Strike for John Ennis and, and uh, Chad Gilligan. And uh, Counter Strike is going to be five to one. It ran really well at Ellis, and uh, then they threw him into a Grade Two sprint at at uh, Kentucky Downs. He was overmatched. Uh, hopefully, I didn't take too much out of him. But if you draw a line through that one, the buyers for the last three will be competitive. So I'm going to use Counter Strike as well. So I'm going to go six deep in this one. All right, let's get to the pick four tickets, and I'm going to start with two, three, six, nine in that opening leg. Then uh, one, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, six deep in the allowance turf race. In the Lexus Raven run, I thought about singling Dazzling Blue to go deeper elsewhere, but I'm going to put Alva Star in there too, so six and seven. And then uh, in the last leg, five, seven, and ten, I uh, love to go deeper. Fauci, I'm going to leave out because of the post. Uh, I think you make a great point on, on Will to Run in that uh, race at Keeneland. But to keep the ticket manageable, which is uh, at $72, I'm going to go 5 7 10 on the last leg. What's your ticket look like? Well, since I was able to single Alvastar, um, and I like Dazzling Blue as well, I just think Alvastar is just a little bit better, and I had to have a single somewhere because I'm going so deep. So I go 2 3 5 6 9 with 1 6 7 8 9 with 7 with 1 5 7 8 10 11, and that is a $75 ticket. Really challenging card on Saturday, but uh, some nice races. So good luck. We'll be back to check out the Sunday edition of the Keeneland Fall Meet and our next edition of the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.